Hello and welcome to From the Deep End. I am your preaching pool man, Jonathan Jenkins, coming to you from Melbourne Beach today. I want to talk to you a little bit about the concept of living by faith. I want to do that by going first to the Old Testament book of Habakkuk. That's one of those little minor prophets that we don't spend a lot of time in, that we probably should spend more time in than we do. But this is an instance where I think that that statement is actually very much true because there is an important verse in that book that's quoted as much as any verse that I know of in the New Testament. It's quoted in three different contexts, and that is Hebrews, or Habakkuk rather, 2 and verse 4. The, the verse says that his soul is not upright within him. Um, his soul is lifted upright, lifted up within him rather. It is not upright within him. And then it says, the just shall live by his faith. The second half of that verse is the verse which, the part of the verse which is quoted three different times in the New Testament. The just shall live by his faith. In the book of Habakkuk, though, it has a, has a very particular meaning. It's a very easy meaning to understand. Uh, if you know anything about the book of Habakkuk, let me give you my, my little 30 second in, intro to the book, if I can. Uh, Habakkuk's written prior to the, the Babylonians coming and destroying, uh, the remainder of the nation of, uh, of Israel, invading and taking the, the people of God away into captivity. Habakkuk is given a warning that that judgment indeed is on its way. He's upset about it, as one might understand. And so he complains to God about it somewhat, and the, the, the book is, is a description of how that judgment is coming and the prophecy of its coming and its justification to a degree. Habakkuk is told in Habakkuk 2 and verse, verse number 2, to take this vision, this vision of an impending judgment from the Chaldeans or the Babylonians, and to write it down plainly, clearly upon a tablet. And the, the verse goes on to say that the reason he's to write it plainly and clearly is so that the one who reads it may run when he reads it. Well, that makes sense. God's told them that the, the, the Babylonians, Chaldeans are coming. They're going to destroy your people. When you read that, a smart person who believes that that's actually true is going to run away. And so the Bible says that he may he may run when he reads it. There's a warning then given in verse number three that says, if the judgment appears to tarry, don't think that it's that it's going away. It's going to come. The judgment is on its way. In other words, don't lose faith. Verse four then says, those who ignore that is the idea. His soul is lifted up within himself. The proud, the arrogant one who thinks, ah, that's nothing to worry about. I, I don't believe that though. That, that, that's from some other, some other time or that's for some other people. That's not going to happen to us. That person's soul is not up or is not right within him. That haughty, proud person is going to ignore what God wants to have done. And so God says that individual is going to be in trouble. Conversely, the righteous one, the one who lives by faith is going to live. He's going to live because of, by his faith, because he's going to leave the city. When he reads the warning of Habakkuk, he's leaving. He ain't coming back until after the judgment's over. He's literally going to live by his faith. Very simple concept to understand. Now, that's why it's so important is that in two of the three contexts you'll find it in in the New Testament, where it is quoted directly. One's found, by the way, in Hebrews chapter 10, it's about verse 38, I believe it is. And I actually think the same kind of context there. There's a judgment coming. I believe personally they're talking about a judgment that was actually coming upon the nation of Israel. The other two contexts are written in, in, in context in which Paul is discussing the manner of salvation, the, the mechanism, the method of salvation under the gospel. And what he says is that 
the just shall live by faith. In Romans chapter 1, verse 17, he says, the gospel is the power of God and salvation to everyone that believes, from, from the Jew, to, to the Jew first, also to the Greek. And then it says, and it, that, that, that salvation is, is, is described as happening from faith to faith. Now, you want to make your head spin, go read the commentators trying to figure out what that phraseology means, from faith to faith. But it's explained, at least in part, may not understand everything about it, but it is explained in part in the very next verse where he says, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, when Paul is describing salvation under the gospel, he says it is a faith that operates as it is written, under the same mechanism as as the um, um, as the um, uh, the salvation of faith under the time, air in the time of Habakkuk. The just shall live by faith, and so he is describing a faith which is responsive, a faith that understands that there is a judgment that is coming and runs away. It is a faith that is active. It is a faith that calls upon the person to respond in an appropriate manner. The same thing is found in Galatians chapter 3 and verse number 5, where he's describing that salvation is again through the gospel and not through the works of the law. But he says, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Same idea. There is a gospel that Paul preached among the Galatians, which was different than the other gospel that was being taught among him, primarily from the Judaizers. And that gospel that he is that he is that he had preached to them was calling upon them to live in one particular way, not to live after the the way of circumcision, not to lay, live after the works of the law, but to live according to the faith that was delivered in Christ. In both instances, we're talking here about a faith that is responsive to the truth of the gospel that has been presented to them. Bible the Bible's faith is always that it is always a faith of response. It's always a faith of activity and of action. It's not a faith that sits back passively. It's a faith that just just accepts a, 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 a something to be true or allows something external to itself to move and, and to change it. It is a faith that call, that, that that responds to the to the, the the revelation that God has provided and responds in the appropriate manner. In the day of Habakkuk, the day, the day of Habakkuk, it was very clear. You know the judgment's coming. The pro appropriate response, the only appropriate response to the Babylonian armies are on their way is run so that you may run when you read it. Now, the gospel of Jesus Christ calls upon you to, to, to change your life. It calls upon you to repent and confess, his, to confess, uh, uh, confess your faith in him, and it calls you, to, calls you to be baptized for the remission of your sins. That's what the message, that's what the gospel has said. If you want to live by your faith, you want to find salvation, you're going to respond the same in the same, or at least under the same manner, that the people did in the days of Habakkuk. There, God said, run. I'm going to run. Here, God says you need to believe and, and, and be baptized in order for your sins to be removed from your life. Mark, Mark 16, 15 and 16, Acts 2, 38 and other places. The, the appropriate response of faith is always tied to the revelation that precedes it. You want to have the true kind of faith, a living faith that you can live by and through. You need to make sure that you understand what the gospel teaches and do exactly what it demands of you. It's been good to be with you for these few minutes. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something about your Bible today. Look forward to being with you again. Thank you very much.